Good evening, everyone. Welcome in. I'm your host, Andrew Barber, with co-host Drew Shipley, live from Gravitate Co-working Studio, sponsored by Robleton Distillery, Kyle Lehman at Wintrust Mortgage. And all I can say is Big Ten West champions for forever. The divisions are gone. Iowa is the last Big Ten West champion. They do it with a 15 to 13 win over Illinois. Drew, your thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are uh, Big Ten West champs, like you said. Um, got it done at the end of the day. Um, on a personal level, I'm really pissed because of my betting interest, right? Oh, okay. And it's and it's it makes me really salty because you know, of course, I had the under. Uh, sure. I also had Iowa to cover three points. Oh. And, and when you think about Drew Stevens missing a field goal, which granted over 50-yard field goal. Yeah. But when you miss the extra point. It was blocked. But, yeah, still missed. Uh, a miss is a miss to me, Andrew. Yeah. Um, especially when we pride ourselves on special teams. Um, so, individually, as a person, I'm, I'm salty. But at the end of the day, they are going to Indianapolis to play for the final Big Ten championship, as is, with, yep. with the divisions. And it might be their final one in the Kirk Ferentz era. And Maybe. I th- and I think I've been, I've been standing pat on this when football season started. When we started this podcast, Andrew, I said that 10-2 and two, Kirk Ferentz needs it for the College Football Hall of Fame. Needs a ten and two season to get that sixty percentile yep. to make to make it. And the emotion. I mean, getting older for me, I've been more emotional. Like I'm only in my late thirties, right? So yep. I've noticed in myself that I'm more emotional as I get older. Sure. But I think there's something to it. Like every single game, Kirk has been in tears, man. Like getting it done, getting the dub. I mean, look at Brian Ferentz on the field today, you know, final game in, in Kinnick Stadium for him. Yeah. Um, I I think it's more of like a an 80-20 Kirk walks this year. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know I'm what not- you think, man, because I think it's trending that way. It, it, yeah. If anything else, it's trending that way. Yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that one. I think Kirk is just emotional with everything that's gone on this year. Just all the adversity. Uh, You saw the hug at the end of the game with him and Brian. And Kirk's crying and the team. You know, I think it really said something. Uh, The fans don't like Brian Ferentz, and I get it. But uh, the team really, they immediately went and celebrated with Brian after the game was over. They did. They did. Yeah, uh, that's that's a good thing because that that's the players respect him, even if the fans don't like him. The players respect him, and that's a good thing, even though he's gone. Um, I'm just I'm just glad that we could pull it out. I'll be honest. I was um, not the most optimistic, especially when it was thirteen to nine, and we had punted early in the fourth quarter. And giving them the ball back, I just thought, okay, well, this is it. And then, again, even after we scored the touchdown, I was not optimistic because of the 
miss extra point, and I go, well, here it goes, 16-15. Illinois is going to drive down and get a field goal. But I, you know, I I am one of the people who counted Iowa out for the first time. I counted, I, I counted Iowa out during this game several times, and even when they had the lead, I counted them out. And uh, I, I think I just learned my lesson with this team is you just don't count them out. You just don't. I mean, I don't know. Caleb Brown had a had a career day per se, yeah. right? Great, that was great, great day, great day yeah. in 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 any aspect of football, not just Iowa football as a receiver. A really great day. What six of six for seventy nine? Seven for seventy one. Targeted seven ten times. Seven to seven. Seven targets. Seven catches. Ten targets. Seven catches. Ten targets, seven catches. Okay. A few of those were uncatchable, uncatchable passes. So on the, on the part of Deacon for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, and just yeah. the defenders being there on a couple. So it's it's okay. It was it was a rivalry game. It turned it it turned out to be a rivalry game. It didn't turn out what I what I had hoped to be a decisive, no doubt win. Right. Right. Um, so, so let me ask you this, Andrew: Does does Nebraska matter on Black Friday to you? Yes. Uh, to me personally, yeah, I would still like to see them win that trophy game. Trophy game. We lost it last year. Nebraska fans are talking a lot of smack. Um, and really, it was a Cooper DeGene injury that kept Iowa out of. The Big Ten Championship last year. I think I was going to go into that game with a chip on their shoulder. Feel like they uh, um, feel like they have something to prove. Jason Price here, fellows. I might have missed it since I just signed on, but is Kirk done after the bowl game? Drew thinks yes. I would still lean more towards no, Jason. Uh, tell us how you feel in the comment section. Appreciate you for watching the show, um, but. I still lean no. I'm still more willing to take Kirk at his word because uh, I believe him to be a man of his word. Uh, and so appreciate the comment there. But, yeah, I'm still on team no. Uh, does the Nebraska game matter next week? To me, as a fan, yes, because I still am upset about last year's debacle in Kinnick Stadium. I, again, it's a revenge spot for me personally and for the team, and I hope they feel that way. Because ten and two means something, and I said it this this Thursday night when we recorded. If Kirk Ferentz goes ten and two with this team, national coach of the year. National. So, you just you just bypassed the Northwestern I, coach who 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 just made it to a bowl game. By the way, today. Now I I am gonna fight against you to the death on that one, Andrew. I'm yeah, sorry. you can. I'm you sorry can fight. because because the Iowa schedule sucks, man. Ten and two, ten and two. We we came into this podcast when we started this podcast, Andrew. We both said ten and two was the expectation. The I said expectation. eleven and one. Okay, expectations, but, right? Northwestern. What was what was the over under on Northwestern wins in in a sports book? Two and a half, three and a half, maybe high yeah. end. We'll just call it high end. Three right? and a half. That team is going to a bowl game with that coach. Yeah. Um, they should, they could, and should have beat us 
statistically, uh, turnover battle, that team could have and arguably should have beat us, Andrew. Yeah, Jason, who's Big Ten Coach of the Year? We're talking about that right now. I am Team Kirk all the way. I know you are because you're a freaking homer, Andrew, and I'm trying to be unbiased. Yeah, so so am I. But And I wouldn't be saying this if Cade McNamara, Eric Hall, Luke Lachey, Cooper DeGene, the Brian Ferentz debacle, I think all that stuff factors into it. Because we said 10 and 2, 11 and 1, we were not assuming season ending injuries to all these guys. We were 100%. You're absolutely right. But what, what do you And that's put, why I'm saying it. What, what do you put in the Pat Fitzgerald exit basket, though? Like, what was that worth to Northwestern? Uh, was Pat Fitzgerald that great? Because they had like a total of three wins in the past two years under Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald went to as many Rose Bowls as Kirk Ferris has. Yeah, but I'm saying that in the you past two saying, years, but... in the past two years, Pat Fitzgerald had as many had like three wins total. So I know, I I, I know. I'm just playing devil's advocate, Andrew. I think there was, playing... I think there was nowhere to go but up for Northwestern. There was nowhere to go but up. <sighs> yes, they've yeah. overachieved, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what the voters think. I'm I'm giving it. I'm giving it. I don't even know his name, and I'm sad that I don't because I should. What's There's, his name? Do we know his Dave, name? David Braun. Yeah. There's not, yeah. actually not a great track record with interim coaches getting the tag taken off and succeeding as head coaches. It's actually not a great track record. I, I feel like I, I feel like he's in the position that um oh my gosh Bill O'Brien was following Joe Paterno at Penn State after all that shit show. Oh yeah you know what I'm saying um Bill O'Brien gr- was a great college football coach for that t- for that team at that time, right? Gotcha. Gotcha and, and that- and then deuced out for a hundred million dollar NFL contract, got fired after four or four or five years, got all of his yeah. money, didn't didn't matter. But anyways, I think we have the two candidates that it's between. Oh, hundred percent with and, me. And the irony is, they're they're both between the Big Ten West. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not it's Harbaugh. So Harbaugh tried to cheat his way to Big Ten Coach of the Year, but he can't do it. It's not Ryan Day because he can't win a big game to save his life. So, I want I want Ohio State in the championship so bad. I actually do too because I think Iowa yeah. can beat Ohio State. I I sneakily think we could too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let's go back to the game. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Johnson scored the game-winning touchdown. Yeah. Uh, sure I think did. that's just kind of emblematic of this team. Because Caleb Johnson didn't really factor in until the second half again. And it's just emblematic of someone staying patient, sticking to the script, and making a play when the play is there to be made. And that's kind of just what this Iowa football team has done all year. And Caleb Johnson is just 
another guy making a play when Iowa needed to play. I want to be a fly on the wall in those locker rooms, Andrew. Like, I, I want to know the rhyme and reason why we play the people we play and why we go to the players that we go to, right? So, like, Caleb Brown emerged. No surprise. Five-star guy from Ohio State coming in. Yeah, oh, four, well, four let's, star, let's, let's, let's yeah. just – four-star. Let's just throw him the ball. Let's see what happens. Oh, imagine that. Seven yeah. seven catches, 10 targets, 71 yards, you know. Like, this should not be a revelation, Andrew. This should have been the expectation. True. You know what I mean? True. Like, I don't care who the quarterback is. Kay McNamara, freaking Spencer Petras. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I will it say. It's been the expectation from the jump. You get a talent like that, you give your best players the ball. But. I'm, I'm kind of sad that I, I'm kind of sad that I'm getting worked up about it because of the fact that we did win the Big Ten West today. Right. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. I completely with you. Uh, just want to shout out Joe Evans. Oh my uh, god! Yeah, he's the guy who batted down the pass at the end there on that fourth down play. Oh yeah. I, um, can't help but feel good for him. Six year came back specifically for this year to do something like win the Big Ten West. And he's the guy that ultimately made the play that ended up clinching Iowa, the Big Ten West. Caleb Johnson made another big play, though, too, that third and eight run to get that first down as well. Um, otherwise, we line up for a field goal and give them the ball back. Oh, you so, mean the run, you mean the run that lost me my bet, right? So, like, Drew Stevens was actually going to make a field goal. And then we we actually yeah. win by more than three. And then Situ- anyway, <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry I lost you your bet, but I, we have to talk about the winning play here. I know. I, I think know. Um, so. Caleb Johnson really with two winning plays, and Joe Evans as well. Um, pass breakups. I was looking to see if ESPN tracked pass breakups. Sebastian Catra. Four for Jamari Harris, two for Sebastian Castro, 13 as a team. Joe Evans with three, meaning he swatted three balls, including the last one. Uh, I think he swatted two on that last defensive drive. I think he swatted the third and fourth down pass. Uh, Could be wrong. I'd have to go back and watch the tape. Uh, Jay Higgins, 12 tackles. Um, but man, I think, I don't know. This team's just got a lot of heart, so I can't help but however you feel about the offense, whatever, you got to be happy for the team at least because they, they show, they show a lot, a lot of heart, man. A lot. There's there's only two teams that go to Indy, Andrew. Yeah. There's only two. There's only two. Exactly. And dis- and despite who they built into the West, who they built into the East, how are they legends and leaders all over the years? It doesn't matter. Yeah. They are going to Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium, and they have a shot to play for a Big Ten championship. That's it. Yep. That's that's it. That's all she uh, wrote. You also ask. You also asked me earlier. I I want to go back to next week. Sure. Uh, we can talk about it on Thursday night as well. Um, getting to 10 win matters from a bowl game perspective. 
I think 10 and two, even with a loss in the big 10 championship, like I said, I think this week, if it's close, if we lose close or somehow pull the stunning upset, we're probably in a new year six game. I, I don't really know, but it might be the citrus bowl still regardless of even if we have a close loss, but I think it would at least be a conversation. Uh, the other thing is going to 10 and two probably puts us in the top 10 of the college football playoff rankings. And that's always, that's always a good, a good thing. And, and how do you not take a top 10 team into your at large spots, right? Like how do you not take them to the Fiesta bowl? How do you not take them to the orange bowl? I believe those are the, the, the two offshoots this year, right? Because the yeah. Rose Bowl, the Rose Bowl is part of the college football playoff. Because yeah. what I really wanted, Andrew, was Iowa to play in the last traditional Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's what I really wanted in my heart. Yeah, well, unfortunately, not going to get that. I don't think. Thanks, um, college football playoff. Appreciate you. Thank you, Minnesota refs. They're at least. They're at least. Yeah, yeah. Because if you if you're ten and one right now and you beat Nebraska and then you win the Big Ten championship, twelve and one. Yeah, there's an outside shot if things fall right. Yeah, Um, because I think Oregon loses again. I think Washington loses to Oregon. Like, listen, the world needs Deacon Hill in a college football playoff game. We need it. No, they, no, they, no, they fucking don't, Andrew. No, they fucking hey, he don't. Ran, he ran for a first down. He looked like he was on his way to a Heisman day. On actually, <laughs> actually, that, actually, that run, that, that was the most excited I was all freaking game, Andrew. It was amazing. Yeah. Was amazing. Uh, he threw a touchdown. He didn't throw any interceptions. He did have that fumble. He, and, his, uh, and his stat line wasn't that bad, Andrew. What, 19, really, 20, 19 of 29, 181, right? Something like that. Yeah, 167 and a touchdown with no interceptions. That's back-to-back weeks with pretty good good completion percentage, a touchdown, and only one turnover. And that's winning football for this Iowa team. I mean, when when we got that safety when it was 2-0, I thought the game was over. I wanted it to be a (laughs) 2-0 game. I thought... I thought maybe this would be a two nothing game. I thought what better way for this Iowa team to go nine and two is by winning two nothing. Not how it worked out, um, but it's fine. Any last thoughts before we sign off for the night? Anybody else you want to shout out stats wise or talk about that stood out to you? Uh, no, not really. Uh, Sebastian Castro has been my my. Um, oh. My guy on the defense, man, Sebastian Castro. Uh, that play on third down, where where the uh, Illinois running back ran, got stopped at the line of scrimmage, and then pounded right there on to stop it on fourth down. My God, that was that, that was that, that might have been the play of the game, actually. That was an amazing play from Castro. Um, <laughs> stopped him, but. And and, like, and the and, and the bounce from the running back was a great play too. Like he did he did everything that that man could have done. Yeah, and then, and then met Sebastian Castro behind the line of scrimmage after the fact. My God, if he's not all Big Ten, I'm going to be pissed. I'll I'll say that. Hey, That's my yeah. That, that, is, that is my cut. That's my final cut. He should be first team. He should be first team all Big Ten. Yeah, that'll do it for me as well. We can talk about. Uh, I think it's a really interesting topic as to who's coming back next year, who's not. 
and Castro is a name in that. Um, so I'm glad you brought him up. But man, shout out to all the guys who are for sure leaving Noah Shannon, Joe Evans, um, Nico. Um, a lot of a lot of winning in those guys' time at Iowa. A lot of winning and two Big Ten championship appearances for those guys as well. Um, but uh, more importantly, you know, you can talk about the offense, but those guys have been a lot, part of a lot of winning teams here and, and teams that have won at a high level. So let me part with you with this, Andrew. Uh, this senior class, do we see outside of Tory Taylor? Do we see Tory? So, yes, I'm glad do, you do mentioned we, do, Tory. Do, do, do we see? Do we see people playing on Sundays next year? Uh, and uh, exclude Cooper DeGene as well. Say Tory Taylor out, Cooper DeGene out. This senior class, do we see anybody playing on Sundays? Is Higgins technically a senior? Ah, uh, I think he is. I think he's a redshirt senior. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I guess I would say Higgins. Yeah, probably. Higgins is a stud. For Higgins sure. would if he decides to go because he does have another year if he wants it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say Higgins and then, um, Castro, what status is he? Is he just like Coop? Oh, no, he's a red shirt senior as well, but I think he has another year at Iowa if he wants it. Um, so technically I think I'm cheating by saying Higgins and Castro, but I see Higgins and Castro playing on Sundays. I don't know about, I think Evans will make a roster for sure. I think Tory Taylor will play, but like you said, I can't pick those guys. Can't pick Coop because he's a junior, but he'll obviously play on Sundays. Um, man, I don't know. I think Higgins and Castro are the easy choices for that. I think I, I think if Castro comes back, I, I think he he will be an All American. I think he he has an he outside has, shot at being that to this year. He should be. He should be, but he Probably. won't be. He won't be because he's playing for Iowa. We'll see. And he's he, he he's in the shadow of Cooper DeGene. Let Cooper DeGene go to the NFL where he should be, and God bless, right? Like we we have to we have to let go of him. He's not yeah. coming back. He's not coming back, right? Yeah, yeah. But so. he man, I'm telling you, Castro, All American. You're right. He he might be second, third team. And it'd be it'd be a shame if he's not at least honorable mention all American. Yeah. Really interesting question is, you know, we can yeah, we need to do this in the offseason, deep dive into all the times that Iowa had multiple guys with decisions to make if they had chosen to return. Like right. I think of AJ Epinesa returning, that kind of stuff. But like next year, if all the guys that could return chose to return. You're talking Higgins, Castro, Cooper, Jamari. Uh, if everybody that could return just decided to return, Lachey, all those guys. <laughs> yeah. Lachey, all. Um, Kate already man, said he's coming man, back. Man, but there were, you know what there I mean? was so much to talk about. You're absolutely right, Andrew. This is this is talk for for April, for, for, for April, May, June. Yep. Um, stuff. A lot of speculation, 
and a lot of excitement, man. Like they're going to Indianapolis to play yeah. for a Big Ten championship. Point blank, two teams do it, two, and the University of Iowa is one. That's it. So we might see you on Wednesday night because of the th- uh, the holiday schedule. Maybe we'll we'll pick Wednesday night. Wednesday Wednesday sounds yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but we appreciate all of you as always for listening. You can pick us up on Apple and Spotify. We'll have this audio, this recap. For now, go celebrate. Enjoy the Big Ten West Championship if you're an Iowa fan, uh, because we made it whether you like it or not. So uh, go Hawks. Appreciate all of you. Appreciate Revelton, Gravitate, and Kyle Lehman. Have a good night, all of you. And go Hawks. Go Hawks champs, baby.